this is my story. I was raised in a home where God was rarely spoken about. I lived with my mum, dad and sister and on the outside my family appeared to be happy. But the reality at home was very different. In public, my dad was a charming, vibrant and funny man. And he was like this at home as well at times. But he was also an angry, scary and emotionally abusive man who drank too much. Life at home was unpredictable and we never quite knew what mood Dad would be in when he walked through the door. My parents' marriage was not a happy one. And I was the apple of my dad's eye as long as I was behaving in a way that he deemed appropriate. And looking back at that, I realise now that I earned his love and kept him happy by excelling at school and being an obedient little girl who never put a foot out of line. I learned that doing the right thing gained me approval and making mistakes was not okay. But a love that is conditional can be taken away when the conditions are not met. The first time I remember hearing about Jesus was during scripture at school. Shout out to you scripture teachers. I loved hearing stories from the Bible but was particularly struck by the women who taught them to me. I was deeply affected by their kindness and love and I think even at that age I knew there was something different about them. When I was 10, I started going to church with a friend and her mum every Sunday. I heard more about Jesus and began to understand what his existence meant for me. I had rejected God, but even though I had turned my back on him, God still loved me. In fact, he loved me so much, he sent his own son to take the punishment that I deserved. Jesus died 2,000 years ago on a cross for me. There was nothing I could do to earn God's love. He had loved me before I even knew he existed. And there was nothing he asked of me except to trust that Jesus had fully and finally paid for my sin and follow him. This love was unconditional. This was a God worth following. As I started going to church, growing up and developing some independence, Dad become became increasingly unhappy with me. I was no longer a compliant little girl eager to please. I was a teenager with ideas of my own and I don't think my dad knew how to cope with that. So he rejected me. But God reminded me that although my earthly father wanted little to do with me, I had a heavenly father that saw me and loved me unconditionally. I think this carried me through the pain of being rejected by Dad. My parents' marriage deteriorated to the point that my mum eventually left Dad, but we didn't escape the consequences of having lived with an emotionally abusive person and what was a pretty traumatic separation that left us homeless with nothing. In the years that followed, I suffered from crippling anxiety it permeated my thoughts day and night and I didn't feel like I could confide in anyone. I was so ashamed. I prayed constantly that God would take it away. I still trusted his promise to never leave me or forsake me, but this didn't get rid of the crippling fear that I felt. 
As well as being anxious, I was also angry and bitter. I didn't understand why God had allowed these bad things to happen to me. In my early 20s, encouraged by Paul, I reconnected with my dad and God gave me the strength to forgive him. God helped me to see my dad as he saw him, a broken, sinful person in need of a saviour, just like me. Over time, God also started to change me. I was able to let go of the anger and bitterness that I had felt for so long. God was doing surgery on me. He was removing my heart of stone and replacing it with a soft heart. Shortly after Paul and I were married, when I was 20, I had what could only be described as a nervous breakdown. I was finally in a place where I could be honest about the anxiety that had plagued me for so long and start to get the help that I needed. C.S. Lewis said, God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. I can honestly say that this has been true for me. God has been so kind to me. He is a good father who gives good things. He gave me a godly man who loves Jesus and beautiful kids who are without doubt his greatest gifts to me. In the love Paul shows me, I can see the love Jesus had for his church. And in my love for my kids, I can catch a glimpse of the love that God has for us. More importantly, God adopted me into his own family and now I am his daughter. And I'm so thankful. But God has ultimately taught me to trust him, not through the giving of good things, but through pain. Seven years ago, I lost my mum to cancer and Paul and I lost two children, all within the space of six months. What was I supposed to learn? What good could come from losing people that were so precious to me? From the time my mum first got cancer, when I was nine, I prayed that God would protect her, that he would heal her. I bargained with him and I pleaded with him not to take her from me. In his mercy, he gave me many more years with her from that time. After losing our third child, I pleaded with him to allow our fourth child to stay with us. But he said no. In saying no to me, I believe he actually gave me something greater. God taught me that the only thing I should be putting my trust in is him. He will never leave me or forsake me. He taught me that I can't put my faith in the things of this world to fulfil me. However good these gifts are, and they are good, they will not ultimately satisfy me. Nor should I expect them to. And God help me to look forward to the day when he will make everything right and there will be no more tears or mourning or pain. I would like to be able to tell you that once God softened my hard heart, it never hardened again. That I've never suffered from anxiety again and that I never feel afraid that more suffering might come in the future but it's not true. I still struggle with hard-heartedness and sometimes I don't want to read God's word and I don't want to serve his people. 
I still suffer from anxiety, although it's not nearly as bad as it was. And I still feel afraid. I don't want more suffering, even though I know that God works all things for the good of those who love him and have seen him do it in my own life. I often find myself asking, what if? What if the worst happens? What if I get cancer like my mum? What if something happens to my family? What if I lose everything? The truth is the worst could happen. None of us is guaranteed a life free from pain and God doesn't owe me anything. I recently stumbled across a passage in the Bible and I don't know why it took me so long to find it. Habakkuk was a prophet in the Old Testament who was struggling to understand what God was doing, why he allowed injustice to prevail and people to continue to do evil. At the end of his writing, Habakkuk says, Though the fig tree does not bud and there is no fruit on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though the flocks disappear from the pen and there are no herds in the stalls, yet I will celebrate in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. I pray God helps me to stop asking what if and start saying, even if. Even if the worst happens, even if I were to lose everything, I cannot lose what God has given me in Jesus. God will still be God and he will still be good and I will find my joy in him. Thank you.